of Grove City, do you have anything to say about Geneva. the invitation? Geneva, fuck. Do you have anything to say about the invitational so far? <laughs> she a little uh, recorder shy. How do you guys think it's going? Um, if you if you want my honest opinion, talk to me later. Okay, we'll do that. Um, Mike, how do you think it's going? Um, we had some hiccups, as one does, but we've worked through them. We're back on track. Everyone is well beyond exhausted. Oh, yeah. But Dinner's I think... going to be... Post-dinner motion is going to be wild. But I think everyone is having an amazing time. And oh, yeah. I'm... We had less... Hit. It gets better every game. And it's great to see so many old faces what? coming out of the woodwork. Oh, yeah. And getting to play with them and see them once again. All right. Thank you for being on this meme segment where we tried to record the cat. Oh, Okay, we are at Geneva College. We've just finished Mission 1. Um, us, big human group, Brotroit, we were just kind of doing a standard Grove City Mission 1. So for those unfamiliar, it's just going around doing whatever fetch quests they assigned to us. We found Dr. Banner, and so he just kind of wanted... It was basically the slow burn, try and get you into dangerous situations escort. And then we also had to get Thor. Unlocking him would get flywheelers for us. And it was very good, just kind of broing out with Banner and Thor. And so what were you doing, Scotty? Yeah, so we had to split up into groups to begin with and then go up to the front and get our little dossiers for from S.H.I.E.L.D. to, uh, to figure out what we were going to do next. So the one I picked had us escort Jessica Jones to find her contact to get information. So she leads us around the building into a tunnel, and the boomer steps out from a corner and then they go, all right, you guys are troll squad. Is that cool with you? And we're like, fuck yeah, that's cool with us. But I had neglected to uh, think ahead of about being a possibility because I chose to uh, include the YSU crew, which includes Emmett. And Emmett ran around and killed a bunch of people. Uh, I think we killed like six or seven all, okay. all throughout the first mission. Cool. Uh, but otherwise, we were just hounding through people. Actually, we kept trying to avoid your group specifically because you were too good and too organized. Also, I think you wanted to be with us later. Yeah, true. I guess. I was like, why are you guys... No, we want to play with you later. Come on. Uh, also, we have our art benefactor on the show, finally. <laughs> God. <laughs> took, it took forever. Hello. Thanks for having me. I didn't how, know I was going to be here, but now I'm here. How did you like the mission and your coming out of retirement I game? am. Uh, we came out of retire retirement, Jack Cooper and I. Um, it's really nice to be back. Beautiful day for HVZ. Oh my God, yes. Gorgeous day. It's like 72 hours. So much fun to run around. Um, and it was really good to run on inclines and realize how out of shape I am. But it was really nice to see active, happy zombies and people really excited and uh, ready to tackle objectives. Yeah. All right. Uh, we will probably, this is a bit out of order. We haven't actually gone over our Friday night stuff. Um, but long story short, televangelism is really scary and really fun. Um, and we'll catch you up to speed later. All right. 
we just finished mission three and it was really rough. Um, so scaling back to mission two, uh, God, what did we have to do for mission two? Oh yeah, we had to lure three anti-tanks uh, to various hula hoops around the campus to capture them and anti-tanks work in the reverse of a tank. So you, they don't move unless you shoot it and then they take three steps and they can tag you at any point. They aren't like actually stunned or removed from combat. You just have to keep them going on their set path. And there were other mechanics involved, like you had to, there were uh, flag football flags that the zombies could rip off the anti-tanks to turn them into tanks that would then walk back towards their original positions. But that didn't become a problem because we just kind of nuked the mission real quick and just got it done with, the, the, yeah. The troll squad did some work, but didn't quite build up there. There was not like enough mission to hoard to yes. really get any steam going. I'm pretty sure no humans died for all of the second mission, no. which you can't say for the mission we just finished, mission three, which had a complicated series of mechanics where we had to find various code phrases, piece them together, and then um, announce them on a megaphone. And if we got them wrong, the boomer would get an extra 30 seconds of, of booming time. Uh, so that took a while. We had to like scatter around this whole giant uh, green area in order to find these phrases and scraps of paper and whatnot. Uh, after that, we had to... Oh, and we also had volatiles during that time, which could only be killed by socks, Megas, and Mega XL. Uh, the second layer of that was we had to kite tanks across a field and get them into the hula hoops. Uh, then the third part was a set of uh, puzzles that had to be done, and one of them was uh, just like a neutral puzzle, and the other one, if you got it wrong, then a volatile witch, so a witch that could only be stunned with socks, megas, or mega XLs, became active for 10 seconds. So it would constantly scatter us. I didn't actually do the puzzle, but apparently it was a wordle, and we tried, we must have tried like 10 different attempts on this stupid wordle trying to figure out what it was. Uh, Do we know what it actually was? Add a fixed. I thought it was an affix. That's, that's what the girl said There was, was a charge after the affix happened. Oh, yeah, because you still set off the witch even when you got it right. Well, yes, but there was one after that. Like, we tried a fix, it didn't work, and then we tried something else, and that didn't work. So or we're doing that's, either way. We so did it eventually. We're doing all of this to try and get the soul stone from Doctor Doom, who's pacing back and forth on the tennis court, watching as we do all of this. And we were told ahead of time that two people would have to go with uh, Doom, and then only one would return alive. So that's what Brian and Brian did. So Brain, um, yeah. So as we basically, Doom had to be pushed away from the tennis court because people wanted to play tennis. It's almost like we're in a communal space. Um, so. Luke safe walked us, and on the way there, I was like, "All right, Director McFlurry, do you sanction Buff and I basically doing uh, Natasha versus Clint? Um, whoever can tag up to Doom is the one that dies." And so we we literally redid the movie. Um, whoever shot the other person would stun them for one second, and basically, Buff got the quick draw, got like ninety percent of the way there. I shot him, but I couldn't clear the gap in the one second, and so Buff just tagged up, and Buff died, and I got the Soul Stone. And fortunately, the next phase of this mission was to use the Soul Stone as a sock to stun a zombie that was already in a cage. Um, and so we 
had foam a foam PVC cage up on another part of their campus, which was the beacon from last night, which I don't think we've talked about. Yet. Um, we'll get there. It's been a long day. Um, but yeah, so then once we had, once we stock soul stone socked the zombie in the cage, we had to hold that for 10 minutes. And oh no. 15. Yeah. It we were told 15. 10, but the humans wouldn't shut up while poor Mike was trying to explain things. So he was like, all right, it's now 15 minutes. And I'm like, oh, that you was know why? what? Okay. We deserve that. That's, I, I'll take that. Yeah. Um, so yeah. So 15 minute hold. If a zombie tagged up on the cage, Lena would run away and we would have to re-sock her to bring her back. Any sock at this point would be, would work. Um, and earlier in the mission, Alex of DDT dropped. He wound up getting me because I was basically playing Wanda from Age of Ultron. So just kind of guarding the thingy and instead of the thingy getting touched, I got touched. So I was a zombie and then I was just kind of shot calling and saying like, all right, Horde, go after this person and take a few charges. And then we finally get that person. I'm like, all right, Horde, go get that person. And uh, props to our biggest fan, whose name I forget. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, but he loves us, and he is doing a great job. Xavier, if you ever listen to this episode, be proud of this guy when you named him Sergeant or whatever, because he is taking that role, and he is keeping us zombies in line, and he's, like, calling the column charges. He is doing work. Oh, yeah. He's constantly... I'm constantly on the lookout for him, because I know that he's going to be, like, the first to get shot... But then he's going to be the first to run around the boomer and go right ahead again. Um, so from the human perspective, uh, I, I'm taking – there's charges happening and the boomer's on a one-minute uh, respawn. So every minute we're getting a charge. And then I look up and Brain's dead and Morgana's dead. And, like, the horde has just steadily grown and they keep – and because humans are going to hume, the humans, like, push back behind the cage. And it got really hairy and really close there where a zombie – came within inches of tagging the cage just because the the boomer was less than 15 feet away from it and they're just constantly spinning around it and trying to get out of each other's way and like there was chaos and we had to kind of pause for a second halfway through the hold to clarify like you know get out of the way humans if zombies don't know they took their tag don't scream at them you know this you know it's a game let's all have fun be friends uh but that was rough yeah. I, I had to reload, so I, I I broke a clip earlier, so I only have, like, five clips on me, and I had to reload probably six clips worth of ammo Jesus. just on that last hole. Like, I know that mid throughout, I mean, I was just kind of spraying a little, but, like, I had to reload my Tachis a few times, and that's a process. Yeah. Also, I think I gave you a few poopy pants moments. Yeah, a couple. Yeah, yeah. Near the end of the hold, I realized very, I, and I, I, I knew it before I heard you say the one with the nightingale because you all would stack up and come at me, and I would have to like do this juke thing where I raise the pistol up above my head to aim over your shield and get you like in the neck or the shoulder. Yep. Like half a second before you tagged me, you got really, really close sometimes. <laughs> um, but yeah, so. Also, this is my, this mission also is my personal manifesto against any and all road play. Make your roads out of play. I don't care if your entire campus is a road. Don't play in it. Parking lots, I can take a pass on. But yeah, like, parking lots are one thing because cars should should be slow moving. But even if it's just like like PTC, like, I get it. Your campus is half parking lot. That's yeah. fine, but not that road. Like, the fact that humans will stage up at the opposite side of a road so zombies have to charge through the fucking road, or we have to escort a tank across a road. Yeah. Like, and even if it's just one car coming through during a mission, it's still just... It 
it is f- not frustrating, but it's just like I am frustrated. We yes. we could go without doing this. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I, that's also I think just a natural cowardice on the humans' part. I don't. I didn't even realize that we were doing it, putting yeah, our backs I, up against the street until one of the mods pointed out. Yeah, could we shift the humans to like like let's just. Shift. 90 degrees. Yeah, 90 rotation. degrees to the counterclockwise, and then things worked out fine. So, yeah. I'm having a lot of fun so far. Volatile uh, Witch is a wild combo that, like, and so Chonky Zombies came from my COVID brain going, Yo, what if there was a Boom Witch? Basically, it would just fucking run at you with a fucking boom staff and try to kill you. Um, but I think that. Uh, volatile witch is a much better use of the specials hybridization. Ooh, and um, I, I keep forgetting because we at this point, uh, listeners, we haven't actually recorded the Friday portion of our recap. Uh, we will, and you'll probably have heard it at this point in the episode. But the boomers here run. Oh, yeah. when I say run, like they've got the, they whoever they have on boomers. I have when I, when I was on Troll Squad earlier in the day, I kept trying to put myself in front of him to take the block shots for him, and he just he he doesn't look like he's fast, but he is fast. It's kind of scary, and like the, with the nature of how he's running, he once he's shot, he has to slow himself down, so he still moves a good like ten feet forward oh, yeah. before <laughs> booming. <laughs> so that has added. Uh, I, you know, I've always felt that the boomer should be allowed to move with the horde, but this adds a whole new element of, like, oh, shit, they're just going to, like, shotgun inject a boomer right on top of us. Oh, it's yeah. scary. So, I've been doing that since Fall Grove City. <laughs> we're about to head into mission four, uh, and we will see you guys then. Yeah. All right, so we're up at Pizza Joe's. Uh, we're getting ready for the final mission. A lot of people died on that last one. I'm sure me and Brain will recap more of it. But I'm just going to go down the line with a couple people here and see what they think of the game so far. Austin, what are your thoughts? Um, hi, Mom. Uh, we're uh, do So our goal for the fourth mission was to um, acquire four items necessary to open a portal at the center of campus, and then humans were supposed to walk through, and then those people were essentially out of play. They could not defend the point. They were safe for the rest of the two hours leading up to the final mission and whatnot. We kiss, we smooch, we go on with our lives, we shake hands, we were happy. Problem being, I'm going to admit, as a human, humans played like freaking idiots that mission. It Um, it was all rear guard. So some of it it was a a little bit of misleading... Um, instructions on how to find these items in which we were told that we were supposed to find them in four corners. That didn't mean necessarily that they were exactly geometrically in a shape, like one item at each corner. They were just in a general vicinity that could be considered that. So a lot of people went to the far end of campus next to some people playing football, and uh, we had to... That's right here. Thank you. That was uh, one of our orders real quick. No worries. Um, So we got carted back by the mods, and we found three of the items relatively with no problem. Um, And the fourth one, we were having trouble finding in front of a building right next to where we're all camped out with all of our gear. So I'm talking to the humans, and I'm saying, hey, these guys are blocking the gazebo that's right in front of the building. Maybe we should go push and try and find an item in there. And... The zombies, at that point, we had paused the game, were given like a 10-second timer to just pause play so that the humans could travel next to the gazebo, and we still didn't end up finding it. It actually wasn't the gazebo, 
but no one ever found it. So yeah, it got pretty. There was, a, there was also a couple of um, slippages uh, because we had some newly paved concrete from building said gazebo because the people who went in to build the gazebo brought in machines that broke our previous concrete. <laughs> um, so after we had a slippage, we basically the rest of the humans got a free ride. Um, so right now it's looking um, like 65 35 yeah. zombies majority but there's a lot of tags that should have been tags not saying that there's any like animosity but I know that a lot of people are looking for I'm sure like zombies have people targeted out for final mission um, that's all I'm gonna say moderators did a great job of adapting to the game state for the past two missions I played in um, I'd say they did a good job on the fly yeah yeah I'm gonna cap it there and let you pass the torch Nick, you have any thoughts on what happened? Leroy Jenkins! <laughs> Morgana? I was a zombie. Yeah. I, would, I don't have a brain to think. Oh, okay. That's the way we need them. That's Kevin? Yeah, so this mission that we just played was honestly probably one of the most fun missions I've played. I was in rear guard the whole time, uh, notably with Scotty and Cody, and other Cody following us basically the whole time with a shield. Uh, that was hell. <laughs> uh, it was just constantly shields, shields. Okay, the shields are back up. Mind you, we had a, a mobile respawn point, touch spawn uh, at this point, that just followed us the whole time. Yeah, the uh, zombies were constantly about 10 to 15 feet from rear guard the whole time. Uh, I went through at least 10 mags. Scotty went through 10, I believe. And then Cody also went through 7 or 8. Uh, so, yeah ridiculous like 400 rounds or so um yeah that was hella intense yeah gary any thoughts yes the the mission evoked a very classic pin state feel where the humans are constantly being pushed uh in a circle around campus uh against a sort of unceasing uh zombie menace Overall, the game has been good and has felt nostalgic to a degree. You can definitely get some of that classic game feel uh, from a lot of different past missions in a lot of different past schools. Yeah, I agree. All right, anybody over here have any thoughts? Nothing? Uh, It's been a very fun game so far. I was disappointed to turn so early, but I think it was a good point to start running around with zombies and terrorizing the humans it was a fun previous mission just having the constant pressure on them felt good so having a good time out here Justin, um have a lot of fun coming out of retirement it's been um definitely telling me i need to start like running or exercising definitely for sure (laughs) but or that i'm just getting old and i'm denying it but other than that it's been a lot of fun very nostalgic uh from things that i've seen in the past since 2017 and ended that mission still alive with scotty and damien um and tyler from bowling green with uh two socks and a dream (laughs) Cody, any thoughts? Uh, yeah, I mean, it's been pretty good. It's got good bones. Um, the the usual growing pains of any new invite, um, just figuring out how people from outside your campus play your campus, uh, figuring out how all the different years of experience from everybody translates to your game compared to your people. Um, really, so just some uh, new stuff that mods that do invites always have to think about 
figuring out the respawns, figuring out where to put objectives, say how many of this type of objective versus another. But otherwise, sticks? it's pretty solid. We're getting food. <laughs> Give me my dipping sticks, thank you. <laughs> Alright, I'm gonna wrap this up so I can eat, but Jack, did you have any thoughts? Uh yeah, I got siege timing IRL during mission four. <laughs> I die I died to a sneaky zombie. Not much you can do about it, but like ten seconds later they just gave this humans the free ride at the end of the mission, so that just kinda sucked. But even then, I can't really be mad. It's fun being able to play after two and a half years of not being able to play and seeing people I haven't seen in that long amount of time too. So just talking with them, hanging out, playing. I can't say I'm mad or complain. Sometimes the social aspect can be the best part. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, I got words. (laughs) This is my first time playing at another campus. It's kind of weird having so many buildings. It makes it a little bit confusing to figure out where to go. But other than that, I had a really great time. I survived a heck of a lot longer than I thought I would. I literally died right before dinner break, which, in my opinion, is fine. Brain got me. I'm not mad. Then all the zombies came upon me. It was gonna happen. It was bound to happen. I mean, at least I don't have to worry about trying to waste all my hyper ammo in the final mission. That's fair. I like how I can use my hyper here. It's really fun. And I'm honestly having a great time. I didn't think I was gonna stay past 7.30, but I clearly staying. All right. We will see you again for finale. Hey everybody, welcome back to 5 Minute Respawn. We're doing another intermission episode between seasons to cover another game that we went to uh, that was in Geneva, uh, Pennsylvania this past no, weekend. No, not in Geneva, Pennsylvania. Cody had that problem. It was at Geneva in Beaver Falls, Pennsylvania. There you go. going to be pedantic. <laughs> <clears throat> and uh, this may be a little out of order, uh, depending on how much Brain wants to cobble it together, because we did record some of it during the game, and we're sitting down now after to cover the rest that we didn't uh, get a chance to get to. I will do my best to make sure that this section is in the end. And if I do even better than my best, you won't hear this at all. <laughs> so, uh, starting off with Mission Zero, uh, the theme was Marvel Zombies, so it was rife with references and um, pr- pretty a- pretty well, well-tuned to HVZ just to begin with, I thought. So the the backstory for this game, because Mike Mike was very passionate about saying it to all the people in attendance, so I'll reiterate it. It was a COVID project between Luke and Mike, and so they did have a year and change to hammer out a lot of this. It was, yeah, they they had been writing this for about a year and a half. And honestly, I got to say, it shows uh, for for most of the the. Um... Most of the game, it did show how much detail they had put into it and how much they had like really thought through things. Um, they did a so- good job at not just like spoon feed, respoon feeding us MCU, like yeah, a lot of yeah. comic book references. Uh, we didn't even touch the didn't touch Thanos at all. Um, there he was a prop there, but they didn't use him. Um, Doctor Doom was the big bad. Um, and the multiverse was a big factor in it. Uh, yeah. So for the first mission, uh, we were agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. And uh, we were tasked by director Nick Flurry and agent Coldstone 
with collecting <clears throat> various bits and bobs to build a device that would send a message out to the rest of the multiverse for aid. Um, so, you know, we, we went out and we're finding these little like PVC pool noodle toy contraptions that you use to build uh, a structure of sorts. Um, I helped find a few and then I died. Um, I thought I was being covered and I wasn't. And then suddenly Emmett. Uh, so that happened. Uh, um, and then we so, stalked. Yeah. What was your, so, did, did you die before or after the humans so, went and so, did everything? What do you mean, we memo? <laughs> my I was uh, Friday night troll swatting because. Or, oh, that's right. Uh, yeah, and so I I heavily pressured Emmett into being a troll with me because we it was gonna it looked like it was gonna be like me and Buff Daddy whenever he dropped in as the starting horde, and I wasn't sure if they were gonna have their mods start as zombies, and also I wanted to be uh, so. Personally, going into this game, Scotty and I wanted to troll theme as the boys' characters. Yeah, and so I so, went as Huey. And for most of the game, I was Billy Butcher. But for Friday night, because I love poking fun at uh, televangelism, so I went as Ezekiel on Friday night. And so I wore, like, just all white. White denim jacket, yeah. It was awesome. Nothing got dirty it was beautiful <laughs> um but yeah so i and you know all all uh, all the humans would eventually share our numbers love that's that was the goal yeah um and i only had i felt the mission was done pretty well i only had two minor critiques one at the start they used a mod uh for boomer who didn't <laughs> yeah, they who did. hadn't played boomer before so she wasn't clear on the rules so she would boom for five seconds and then sprint directly into the human horde and then boom again for five seconds. So and it led to a lot of deaths early on before the mods were like, no, 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 this is how it's played. You're no, not, that wasn't yeah. a mod. That was me. That was you? No, you said to no. do that? So oh, Here, we're going to go into the play-by-play -play of how this worked. So the first time that she boomed, she ran towards the horde because boomers run at Grove City in Geneva because, eh, fuck it. Um, you take or leave that mechanic, I'm here for the chaos. But, so, she would run in, take the hit like a normal zombie, then retreat like 30 feet, and then boom. Ooh, she would retreat like 10 feet. I, I okay, she was right up feet. on our asses. So, so 10 <laughs> feet. But she would retreat, and that's not what boomers do. So I had to tell her, like, no, you boom where you are. And so then she was like, oh, okay, cool, that makes more sense. So then she would, you know, do that same constant pressure, boom. And then I was like, you know what? I'm here to vibe. We need we need a horde. It's mission zero. Sure. And we got like three people dead in like five minutes. The humans are gaining no effective ground. It's they're always on the back foot. And then I think once we got about three kills, it was like probably Cody and probably you and maybe someone else. And I, was I died like, relatively early. Yeah. And around three or four kills i was like hey you do have our stun timer as well and then she's yeah. like oh shit <laughs> um so like I, it was me coaching the boomer i could have you know like curbed that uh, your complaint a bit earlier but like is mission zero and yeah i like i wasn't salty or anything about it but i did ask luke i was like i was out of breath i was like is the boomer 
is Brewer gonna be like this all weekend? He's like, no, 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 it, you no. Know. <laughs> yeah, um, I think I even asked, like, hey, uh, does your tomorrow boomer know how to boom? And and so props to you, Lena. You did learn eventually. <laughs> yeah. Um, my, <laughs> okay. my only other critique was, and this is just uh, a running theme I found with uh, PTC in Geneva, is really the only thing I'd call a problem with their games is that since they're the first invites they've had, they don't necessarily know how to anticipate how players are going to, how people from different schools and, and uh, philosophies of HVZ are going to play. So about two-thirds of the way through the mission, the humans found themselves right next to the briefing room. So they all just ducked inside to, quote, reload. And, you know, I asked Luke, I was like, is that allowed on your campus? Is that how you guys play? Because in most other places, like, entering a building or going back to the briefing means you've bailed on the mission unless you've been given explicit permission. He's like, yeah, we allow that here. And I could tell he, like, hadn't planned for that to happen. But then, like, two, not two minutes. You, you cut out. Are you alive? Oh boy. Ba, ba, da, ba. Hello? You yeah, you're roboting kind of hard. Um oh. I did not catch like it's like at Luke and then not two minutes later, blah 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 blah. So yeah, not two minutes later he pops out with like five pool noodles and starts handing them to us. He's like, there we Yeah, go. I figure this will balance it out. Uh so props to props to you for Luke for for being able to uh rebalance that on the fly. That that's a that's a good sign of, of good moderatorship. So I appreciated that. Uh, and then, you know, by the end, we all died. And so uh, the humans got like two fifths of their message out. To go into how they all died, um, because I'm very proud of this moment because I did it. Um, Lena wanted someone else to boom so that she could, I guess, be a normal zombie for a little bit. And I was like, oh, hell yeah. And Luke's, Luke had my endorsement or I had Luke's endorsement because he knows me. And so I rallied all the zombies who were kind of off having their own conversation. I was like, hey, zombies, what do we want? Brains! Hey, when do we want them? Brains! And I, after about two of those, I knew I had the entire horde's attention. And I was like, go! <laughs> and I boomed for maybe 15 seconds, because initially it was boom. Like, they had a bit more of their hold to do, but then eventually it was going to be an infinity boom. They didn't get to the infinity boom. They, no. they just gone. Yeah, it, the the humans really got wiped on that last boom. And it was funny because myself and a number of others were saying, like, wait, did, did Brain just steal the boom staff? Like, <laughs> that's what it looked like, too. I was like, you had just snatched it from Lena and like, no, I'm going to do this. <laughs> nope, it was a very enthusiastic um, and moderator-endorsed takeover. Good. Mod All right, so... Over, in fact. So plot-wise, everybody died, but the humans sent out two-fifths of their message uh, warning people to stay away. So then we get there the next morning, and we're told, oh, you guys, you guys didn't... You got the message, but you didn't listen to it? Why <laughs> did you come here? Like, this world is over... All right, I mean, I guess we still have a functioning shield HQ, so... Uh, and you are uh, stuck here, so yeah. Oops. So we can't go, and you can't go home. So I guess uh, try and fix this universe. So we were told to split up in groups of no bigger than ten, and we covered a little bit of this on a live recording. But uh, I had gone. My experience was that I went up to the front and I was presented with a yellow folder and purple folder, and I was like, I like purple. So Dude. I took purple folder for my team. Uh, we were Luke, told purple is Luke's favorite color, so this the the following might make sense. 
or it, it was random. No, it also it fits. Um, so we're uh, it says that we have to escort Jessica Jones <clears throat> to a spot on campus so that she can uh, so that she can meet with her contact and get more information, and we can proceed from there. So we take Jessica Jones, and she's got the jacket and the jeans, and she's complaining about how she'd rather be at the bar right now, and leads us on a slightly circuitous path into a tunnel down at the back of campus. And we're halfway through the tunnel when the boomer steps out, and he's all dressed in purple. And I didn't get it at the time, but he was the purple man. He was Kilgrave. And he proceeded to mind control us into being troll squad. And we all breathe a sigh of relief. We're like, oh, thank fucking God, because the whole first mission and the rest of the game, if you didn't complete certain objectives, you were only allowed to have Springer blasters. And my, I'm not set up for Springers. Most of, most of my crew isn't set up for Springers. Um, so we were like, okay, we don't have to worry about that. Let's just go be Troll Squad. So the nine of us... So that tunnel uh, you were at was basically just under the briefing room. That was a really solid location on their part, because from yeah. the briefing room, you can't see that. That's actually yeah. pretty rad. So we pop. So all, all the other humans are out, like looking for their objectives and doing their missions. We pop in and take our shit off, and then run out the doors. And of course, there's humans right out the doors, and we f- immediately forget that we're stunned as soon as we leave the bill. As soon as we leave a building, so there was a weird kerfuffle there. But for the rest of the mission, we just hunted down any humans we could. I know your group with you, Cody, and like the Detroit, the Bro High, Bro Detroit. Uh, crew we tried to like we tried to like go at you a bunch but you were just too well organized so we tried to pick off uh, other smaller groups or like less organized groups and we ended up getting like who was your group for their reference huh who was like your group was like an athens group yeah me athens youngstown and then the mods put a local player with us, and I didn't really think of it at the time, but it made sense because he said, oh yeah, I was, I'm an OZ. So he was going to be a zombie anyway, so he just fell in with the troll squad. Yeah. Um, but so you yeah, guys were not just... a zombie force that I wanted to deal with. Like, Yeah, you, yeah. Like, is and they, and they, uh, they were like, oh, uh, it's mission one. Here's a bunch of pool noodles and shields, and just go ham, guys. Go take it up. So we yep. got like seven kills that first mission out of a game of probably 50-ish yeah, players. Yeah. Um, so that was a really fun like secondary way for me to just drop all that anxiety and be like, okay, I'm going to run around. I'm going to have fun. I, I can't even be a human again until the start of mission two. So like, I'm even safe going to lunch. So what was your experience for mission one? Uh, like, What did you all end so up doing? Because some did... of the missions could be repeated. We did two missions. One was find uh, Bruce Banner, um, and basically you had to keep him away from stress. So if he was tagged, you would Hulk out and just kind of like witch randomly. I'm not sure. I don't remember. We didn't let the bad stuff happen because we were so yep. well organized. Yeah, um, you, you didn't. <laughs> but he was he was, he's a scientist, so he's like looking around at all the science things. So he's like, oh, look at this tree, blah, 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 blah. Oh, look at this rock. Oh, can we take a rock back? I literally just took a rock from, like, some pile, put it in my dump pouch, and then put it on the table once I got back into the briefing room, because I'm like, I'm not carrying a fucking rock around. And they're like, uh, what's this for? Because a lot of the mods, like, also a a symptom of Geneva Mm -hmm. and Grove City being kind of new, some of the mods don't really know that, like, other mods will just ask for random shit, and you kind of just go along with it. 
especially if you've played the game enough. So when you when the when you just put a rock on like an admin table, you know, you're just like, eh, it's for Dr. Banner. And they're like, uh and they're very confused. <laughs> um so that that was the first thing we did. Um it was and Dr. Banner was just a mini escort meat grinder thing that didn't grind any meat. Um and then we had to find Thor and then retrieve his hammer. This was the repeatable mission because multiple teams had to do it so that Mjolnir could have enough electricity, quote-unquote, to give everyone electronic blasters. Yeah. And this was an on-the-fly balancing thing. Like, if the if you guys had, like, zero kills, then they would have been like, you need to, like, really... You need to basically become Thor's best friend, all of you, to unlock electronic blasters, but we did it twice. You guys got some kills, so they're like, yep, two is enough. Um, okay. And then during lunch, we got another set of objectives. A bunch of crates with different shield shit were down at the rugby field. So it was mostly a fuck off, have have a group of up to ten people fuck off so that you zombies could go after a different set of ten. Um, yeah. And have less resistance. Um, yeah, we, we went at about three, like, Two other groups aside from yours uh, throughout yeah. that mission. Um, but this one, because they were all things that you could easily transport in like a small Amazon package. And eventually Mike was like, you know, we need to pick these up anyway. Uh, and technically your group can be quote unquote up to 10. So you guys could all be individual groups. So he just handed us all the dossiers and was like, yeah, just bring them all back. <laughs> so it was okay. like Buff, Adam and I, and we each had like two boxes under our arms and then i think the derricks got another box um and yeah so it was just oh. a slog down to the rugby field and then a slog back and theoretically you should have a blaster on you in case you meet a zombie yeah so um after lunch was mission two which we covered live uh the only thing that i have to say about that i don't think i said before was that it was very very short it was just one yeah. object tight some uh, extremist infected bombs people uh, away from our HQ and it was very very quick uh, mostly because just humans were good at what they did but uh, if anything I would say it needed a stage 2 like maybe kite them back or cure them and kite them back or, or something like that uh, but yeah. not, there's not much to say about mission 2 so moving on to mission 3 I think uh, another thing for that was that you, so you guys have that horde mentality that you need to build a horde early on a lot of these zombies are still very individualistic like they're kind of relying on their individual athleticism or sneakiness to get tags and yeah. early on you, you just can't you need that direct push of seven people catching one guy off guard and yeah. they didn't have that for mission two yeah for mission three we were contacted by dr doom uh, and told that if we could get into his castle and through all of the like defensive measures that he's put up, that he has the soul stone, that we might be able to use that as a <clears throat> potential cure for zombies. So there were a whole bunch of, there were like different phases to this where we had to find a bunch of passcodes that were torn up, put them in, in place, and then speak them out loud into a megaphone. Uh, and if we got it wrong, the boomer got an extra 30 seconds to its boom. Um, 
then we had to kite some tanks across the field. Then we had to solve a puzzle. And if you got it wrong, there was a witch that could only be stunned by socks. Um, and then after all of that, uh, we, uh, we had been told beforehand, it'll be a two men enter one man leave sort of situation where two people will go off with doom while the humans hold. And we didn't have to hold long. It was like, it could have gotten a lot worse, but we were told to pick a spot on the field and that all sidewalks for this uh, portion were going to be touch respawns for zombies. They just had to step on a sidewalk to respawn. So that could have gotten a lot hairier. Uh, Like, we had already suffered a couple casualties up until this point. I think Uh, that was also just to keep everyone out of the road, because that was a big problem. Yeah, the humans lined up our backs against the road, and the road was in play. It just... It became a bit of a hazard because more cars were coming through than it had been expected for your dead end road, and we had to like shift ninety degrees at one point. Um, but it, they, it they wasn't a dead end road; it was a throughway through that town. Yeah, yeah. Um, so then, Brain, you and Buff Daddy went off to do your little Black Widow Hawkeye duel. You want to tell us about that? So, quite literally, what? So basically. We got. We found out we got the puzzle correct, and Buff and I were like, snap, at the ready. We both approached Mike, and then Mike was like, we need two volunteers. And I was like, no, Mike, shut up. We're already here. That's what this is. He's <laughs> like, oh, okay. Um, so we were safe-walked with Luke, and on the way, I was like, because I think initially it was just Dr. Doom would pick some random dumbass thing to make one e- to determine which one was worthy of living or die. I don't know what exactly they were aiming for but buff and i are both chill with both sides of the game so i was like hey yo luke what if we straight up did the black widow hawkeye duel at where like we're trying to like stun each other to tag up on dr doom and whoever tags up on him first is the one who dies and luke was like bet that sounds rad and then we explained that to dr doom and he was like yo that's fucking sick let's go and so I hashed out the rules real quick, and we're all like, yep, that seems fair. And Buff knew what I was getting at, so he basically had his blaster already at me. He got the first shot off, made it most of the way there. I finally got one shot off on him, but I couldn't close like in the amount of time I had for his stun. He tagged up on Doom. I died, or he died, I lived. I kind of like just clutched the soul stone in my hand going oh no i lost but like you know i was human for a little longer so you woke up in a pool of water yeah yeah my friend was gone it is what it is um and so we sent two people who actually loved each other yeah exactly (laughs) (laughs) um i think it was very well coordinated um so then the next phase of this mission was that we were testing the soul stone's effects on a zombie so, the zombie being in the uh, foam PVC cage that had been built out of the, the implements from Mission Zero. And the, so another small critique, um, just because I think it could have avoided what happened later in one of the charges, was at first we were told a zombie would have to physically remove one of those bits, but then the next time it was explained that the zombies just had to tag it. So when they've got pool noodles and such, they've got reach. And we had to hold for 10 minutes. Oh, wait, the humans won't shut up and let the mod speak. It's now 15 minutes. I think there was a different reasoning behind that, but I don't remember what it is, so I'm content to say it was that. I think if it was, we totally deserved it, because humans just would not shut up and let poor Mike speak. Yeah. Even though he had a megaphone. 
Uh, so this was the first start of the point for me where I was like, oh, this is the tip- tipping point of the game because we were holding and the boomer would just come up and because the boomer could run again, boomer would like shotgun inject itself right in front of us. And then the horde just circling and circling and circling. And it became, it was gradual at first, but then it was very quickly. I was like, oh shit, Morgana's dead. Cody's dead. Brain's dead. Buff's dead. Fuck. Oh God, everyone's dead. Like everyone was just dying around me left and right. And those 15 minutes lasted a goddamn eternity. We were only halfway through. I think we were like seven minutes, 38 remaining when uh, a big push of shields and noodles pushed into the humans who like stumbled back into the cage and into poor Lena. And a part of it fell off. And it was just so much chaos that like the mods had to pause for a second and be like, zombies, please take your stuns. You know, I know it's hard to to feel every single one. Humans, call out your stuns. You know, I thought they handled it pretty well, given, like, you know, this is just what's going to happen. Humans aren't going to push away and spread out from the cage. We're all going to clump together, no matter how much me and Lisa and whoever was left were yelling for humans, take five full steps forward. Like, we need to defend this goddamn cage. Yep. So we did the 15 minutes, but we probably lost a good 10 to 15 people just at that. It, oh, yeah. it was where it tipped in favor of the zombies was at that hold. And we did it. And uh, th- and we were told, all right, you know, head back to the briefing. We're going to do one more mission before, uh, l- for, before dinner break. So mission four was probably the most fun I've had in HVZ for this entire year. I got to be honest. All right. It, it was the meat grindiest of meat grinders for me because we had to build a portal home and we were told that we had to find four different objects, three of which had blue tape, one of which had yellow tape, that were spread out on four corners of the campus. Now, at first we thought literal corners, but then the mods clarified like, no, it's just like the corners of an arbitrary uh um, square that we drew on campus, you know, yeah, they so really just only used like one half of their campus. I think uh, they but used about two thirds of it. From what I looked on the map, if you don't count the forested area, even though that was in play, we never really got down there, and that's okay. Well, the forest area was big, buck off hill. Like you, uh, you were well, only the using stopped, those trails. Well, the line stops at uh, the railroad tracks, so it's not all. It doesn't go up to like the G on the hill or anything. Mm. Um. But this whole mission, I was on rear guard. Like the entire 40 minutes of 40, 45 minutes of this mission, I was on rear guard with Kevin from PTC and Lisa and uh, Justin and just so many other people. And we we just kept getting the oh, they also had a mobile respawn point. It was the boomer. They just had to go up and touch him. And he yeah, just they, was constantly walking at us. They, they said that we wouldn't have our boomer. No, we all we had better than a boomer. It was like, much better. Yes, he, he he didn't. So for the human benefit, he wouldn't get up your ass, but he was always on your ass. Yeah. So in the in the BDSM community, there's a term called topping from the bottom. And that's very much what I felt like. Because I was at the rear guard the entire time, but I was trying to lead the humans, like keep them together, keep them from running, even though all of their instincts are telling them they're about to be overrun because we were seconds from being overrun at, ev- at any given moment. Oh, I blew yeah. through nine, I blew through all six clips that I had and reloaded three clips. So I did nine clips throughout this mission. 
uh, and socks and and people at the on the rear screaming like we are about to run out of ammo. We need people to switch out with us. At one point, Nick looked at me and he's like, I'm out of ammo. And I'm like, you can reload. And he just gives me this look, pulls out his sidearm, goes Leroy <laughs> and, and just no. runs into the horde. And I'm like, you motherfucker, I needed you. I needed you and you killed yourself, you bastard. Um, there were so many close calls for me. Uh, there was one moment where like, I think it was partially because I haven't played HVZ this much in so long but also because of just all the chaos going around where the shields were coordinating and there were like three or four shields along with a bunch of noodles and two of the shields came up honking shields yeah two of these shields came up towards me as i'm on the rear guard and you know we take down one and it's a confusing moment but i know i shot the second one before he did anything but he actually touched me with his shield because he got so close and my fog brain goes oh i've been touched i am dead and i go to start taking off my bandana to get it halfway off i'm like wait a minute shields don't tag what the fuck am i doing and at this point i'm like 20 feet from the rest of the humans so i just quickly knot my bandana and charge back over to them then uh there was another moment where oh right so uh the final portion of it we had found the three boxes and we were circling around the gazebo and uh we've kind of gone we kind of went over this in the live recording that I did at Pizza Joe's during dinner break, but um, the final piece was the Eye of Agamotto, which was in the gazebo, and it was on a chair in the gazebo, and we ran to the gazebo, and we still didn't see it because the zombies were still just right on top of us. So we circled back again, and the mods announced, like, yeah, you, you found the eye, all right, the portal's open, you just have to step in this concrete circle, and you're safe. So I tried to keep the humans together and, like, all right, guys, let's go let's go let's go and then we go, when we got within 20 feet the horde charged and i was like all right fuck it i've done my leading for the day and i just sprinted into the circle jumped into it and like seconds before i ju- like a second before i jumped alex from ddt comes over and he swipes me and he gets just the bare fingertips on my shoulder and my feet land in the the portal circle and i hear mike go all right scotty's safe and i'm like okay he had to have seen that I'm not dead. I even talked with Alex. He was like, yeah, I only got you with like the first knuckle or two of my fingertips. So, you know, I'll let you, if you want to be dead, I'll, I'll be glad to take it. And I was like, I think I'm going to stay for final. Yeah. Um, but I was the first in the portal and a bunch of other humans jumped in with me. And I think my final count was we had 16 humans who made it alive out of that mission. I know I got one person right before they jumped in from PC. yeah that, that was a goddamn slaughter fest and it, it was so much fun it's the most fun i've had in hvz since the pandemic i'd have to say because it was just <laughs> constantly like that was when i developed a method of all right i'm going to keep a spare mag in my hand that is also holding the uh the black my nightingale and just when i start getting low just sw- switch it out and then switch out for a full clip in in the hand like and just constantly doing that and whenever we had a spare moment just reaching over and just pushing more half darts into these clips as much as i could yeah. it was crazy i i really like round of applause i i know things didn't go quite well like quite as planned like us finding not finding the eye and whatnot but that was the peak of the game for me was that whole mission was it's it's dark and there's bodies flying at you and we did not have any breathing room we were constantly moving throughout the entire time 
how the mission started. How did the mission start? They I'm thinking safe zone on you. Oh, that's right. I so it's it's not. I guess it's not as memorable for me because it's happened to me like three different times now. <laughs> and they, Mike didn't fully admit it, but he alluded to. Yeah, they they definitely stole that from the SCP episode that we did, where they're going over the mission, and they're like, all right, we're about to release, and then just klaxons start sounding, the screen turns red, and uh, security breach starts flashing on the screen, and then there's pounding at the rear door, and Luke's over there, and he's like, go, go, they're about to enter, you gotta get out of here, and hilariously enough, two people were in the bathroom at the time, so I'm pretty certain they didn't finish washing their hands uh before you know hauling ass out of the briefing room um so we all hauled out of there and that's when the mission started so cinematically and theatrically that was great i love that but also personally for me that's happened to me like two or three times now in hvz so it does it's not a surprise anymore but i'm sure other people really appreciated it there there were people who like we're just down to like a strife and a mag or two for that mission. They they were feeling it. Yeah. So Thankfully, uh then we had keep your kid on you at all times. Yeah. Then we had uh dinner break, uh which now would be the spot to put in the uh recording I sent you. So boop. And then we got back from dinner break and we did finale and um First thing that really happened in the briefing room was Brain came in all caked up. Yeah, so uh, before we got out of uh, penultimate mission, and Luke was like, all right, cool. Uh, we were thinking about having the heroes, but we just don't have the people for it. And I'm like, Luke, you <laughs> know, like, so many mods who are here, making sure you're doing okay. And then it was like, oh, shit, you're right. And so he just hands uh, Alex, Adam, Buff, and I the prop bin. And because I think I was also saying, like, yo, you got a bunch of people with Mega XL who are dead now. And like, Marksman would really help us out right now. Like, just any way to break up the horde that's not just a fucking volatile that you need a mod to play. And yeah, ultimately, so in the end, we were. So basically, uh, we had Alex as Thor, who couldn't use his hammer. But he did have his um, <laughs> blue thunderballs. <laughs> um, Buff was Hawkeye with a big bad bow as a marksman, so spitter rules, but with a Mega XL dart. And so he just got that big bad bow with a backpack full of Mega XL darts. It was the beautiful quiver. It, it was um, pretty great. And the the cherry on top of this mess was that Luke had a Spider-Man costume from Halloween. And Luke and I are approximately the same size. We we both go and get get large clothing, and so he had a large uh, Tom Holland. I think it was like Far From Home era Spider Man suit, and so I squeezed myself into that. I am probably XL morph suit sized, uh, but I was in a large, and I I nearly went I I went into the bathroom to put that costume on with a roll of duct tape thinking I was actually going to tuck like a drag queen but then I was like I am not going to play HVZ with a tuck that is just going to be awful for everyone involved no trash can deserves that mess of duct tape so I just kind of did whatever adjustments I could shoved myself into that suit and walked out and everyone was just like oh dear god what it was the just hell? It was just booty. It was just so much booty, and you could put an eye out in the front, like, (laughs) 
So, so Brain was uh, Spidey, and Spidey was a wraith who would stick you in place for 15 seconds, uh, and you couldn't move or shoot. And then the last one was uh, there were l- bags with Loki's symbol on them spread through, like hidden throughout the campus, some of them pretty well. Uh, and we failed to find all of them to decode a certain message, so they got a boomer Loki. Yep. Okay. You know, I mean, at this point, it's final. I know we're going to die. Uh, they gave so you. you they they gave humans the rest of the Infinity Stones, so they had the Infinity Gauntlet. So yeah, so it, we had the Gauntlet, and it was uh, it was the Infinity Gauntlet uh, oven mitt, and you had six color or six duct taped colored socks, uh, one for each stone, and once you threw them, they were done. But they would uh, kill any special and have it set to a uh, the two minute internal. Um, I don't even think it was used, to be honest. But oh no, it was. They used it on me like three times. Oh well, good. Because everyone could've, else could have used, could... used it earlier, so I didn't die to you. They we'll no, they used it like three times. But like eventually, I like snuck around and put Kevin on. So Kevin had the gauntlet because he was like, "Okay, Brain's the only one that's actually a threat right now because he's the only one who can't be stunned otherwise." So we're gonna just like they were about to suicide mission to just lock me down. Mm-hmm. But I was kind of gunning for that side of the field anyway, because I knew that that had all the power players like from Youngstown and PTC. Um, and so Kevin was on point on me as much as he could. But uh, so before we get into that, so Luke had access to the sound system for this game, like for the football field. Yeah. So the finale was on the football field and we were led there and we had to go through a portal uh, my really my only critique would be that uh, we should have been briefed in the briefing room because it just would have been easier uh, for yeah. the mods. Uh, but we were briefed on the field and told that, and uh, we entered to like the MCU theme uh, being played over the loudspeakers. So that was pr- that was pretty cool. And the zombies were told that they would have a signal for them to charge. But halfway through Mike briefing us on the megaphone, they charged, and he was like, uh, "What are you doing? Stop." Go back. They're like, but we like the zombies had all their audio cues. Doctor Doom said, "Undead assemble," and we just went because that's what we were told. And then Mike was like, "Yo, they haven't been briefed yet." And I'm like, "Oh fuck!" And so we all just backpedaled. And Luke was like, "Ah, goddamn it!" And so Mike did the brief, and then I think called the Luke, and Luke reset the music to about the timestamp so that we only had like 20 seconds left of like da. Da, 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 da. And then we redid the everything, and then the zombies charged on the same music cue. And then yeah, we the, were okay. Yeah, the um, literally the end game portals music. Where yeah, um, yeah. So um, we're told on the field that uh, behind us at the ten yard, we're at the ten yard line, and behind us are eight hula hoops, and those are portals to other di- other uh, universes. Doctor Doom isn't satisfied. Oh, right. He's been dead this whole time, uh, and he's infected, and he wants to spread the zombie virus to the rest of the multiverse. He's not satisfied with just one universe. So uh, we have to defend each of those portals, and it will take five minutes to defend a portal. Or we can use some of the reset charges, which were little purple and gold uh, tape and, and cardboard bits. From uh, the Loki to, show. From, from the Loki bags uh, in order to... Uh, uh, close those portals. So I had found one during dinner break, the hidden in a bush. Uh, two others had been found. So we placed those three. So we had five left. So that's twenty five minutes hold. And I'm like, okay, we're not, we're not gonna be able to do this. And it's so cute seeing like 
just being such a long time player and hearing people as we're tromping down to the field being like, we might have a chance at this. We might be able to win this. I'm like, oh, I remember being that naive. (laughs) (laughs) So, you know, the zombies get their cue and they charge and we charge forward a little bit because, you know, it's end game. It was it was pretty cool. I'm not gonna lie. That was that was a really cool moment, and the fighting must might have lasted not even ten minutes. Um, if that before yeah. yeah before everybody went down. Uh, I mean I I did work. I I finally learned that uh, if you half rev the nightingale before firing, it becomes a sniping pistol. So I sniped yes. Cody like three separate times behind <laughs> his shield, and he just yeah he just started getting this look at me like again really. Uh. Um, <laughs> I defended Emmett when you wraithed him for a second there, and then I got wraithed and died to a crash of, like, three or four pool noodles. And then at that point, there were maybe, what, four or five humans left. Uh, Lisa was the last one. And also, I love Lisa. She always, we've had her on before, and she always tries to dress up. This time, she was uh, Sally Jupiter from Watchmen. So she had, like, the black choker and the yellow dress. Okay, that's what that was. Yeah, yeah. So she was actually the last man standing. Um... Oh, and she only ever. and she only had socks too, so you know, yeah. kudos. good, good, good for her. Um, also, also, Tyler from BG broke a sledge fire in half with his bare hands, like running away from me as the wraith just went <laughs> and saw his sledge fire snap. Yeah, this kid also ran through most of the game with four sledge fires. Yeah, he might have had a strife for the harder missions. I don't remember, and they were just just holstered around him it was it was weird to see but if it worked it was so good so yeah um that was the game we went back did our did a little awards thank yous uh you know thank the mods uh did the zombie prayer and that was about it um not to drag it on too much longer but what what were your overall or final thoughts uh for from this past weekend brain I I really um I'm just gonna parrot my thoughts. I'm so glad that uh, Pennsylvania is I don't want to say leading, but forging their own path as far as a post COVID HVZ resurgence goes, and it it's just very special to me because a lot of these people are really close friends of mine through the internet or through playing, and it's just all been so magical. Um, it is a bit bittersweet because I know that this was specifically a Luke and Mike passion project. And both of these mods are like at least undergrad graduated and about to be retired. Like we have like a sort of like secret. No, it's not really secret anymore, but like largely under wraps project in the works for the summer. But overall, like they're kind of done being mods at their respective campuses. So it's up to the current generation of mods to, pick up that slack if they want to and part of being a graduated game direct game mod is you need to let your underlings who are now in charge forge their own path and if that means that the game has a different production value or a different focus that you gotta let that happen and i think that a bunch of people are like yeah when's the next grove city game or when's the next geneva game gonna be and it might happen might not happen this might have been a lightning in the bottle thing. They might become the next YSU. Who knows? But we're still only at game one. And or somewhere so. in between. Uh, my Honestly, my hope is that because of how well it and PD, PTC have done, that 
the feedback that they'll get and like the just the nature of an invitational will inspire the mods uh, of, of these respective campuses to say, hey, that was really fun. Maybe we can't do it two, three times a year, but, you know, let's put on a fall invite every year. Yeah. It'll give us time to prepare something. That's what I can hope for uh, in, in this, uh, this resurrection that we're seeing for, with HVZ, particularly in this region. If they um, trade off fall and spring, that'd be peachy. I think. That would, yeah, that would be really good, too. So, that, yeah. I love doing Oops All HVZ for a month, but oh, I, I am feeling it, Mr. Krabs. So yeah, raw edges and all. Um, no offense to PTC because I still did love that game. This Damn. was now my favorite game of the year. I gotta say, uh, it had the most fun, was most immersive, had the best crew behind it. Um, not to say that any, well, not to say that PTC was bad by any means, but yeah, this was this was a hell of a game, and I look forward to more coming out of not just Geneva, but from uh, the the main game directors, Mike and Luke. Um, I'm excited. Hell yeah. And again, um, I think I said it at the Grove City Spring recap, but like, I'm proud of you guys. And I hope that these words make you cry again because that makes me happy. Aww. So uh, we do have another couple of episodes coming up in this intermission to cover games that are happening during this month. Uh, so we'll keep an eye out for those. And until next time, I've been Scotty. Uh, the Those things being the zombie perspective for the mall game as well as our Grove City recap. And I've been Brain. Peace out. I should probably tell Craig to shut up, shouldn't I? Yeah, Craig, fuck off. My mom